We are going to be taking our reading from Romans 8 verse 5 to 8. And it says, For those who are according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who are according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the Spirit is life and peace. Because the mindset on the flesh is hostile toward God. For it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So, the basic thing that this passage is saying is summed up in Proverbs 23, verse 7. And it says, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. That is the basic summation of what this passage is saying. That the real person that you are is what you are thinking. And if you see the context of this passage, of the Proverbs that he's saying here, is this person will be telling you what he's doing outwardly is totally different from what he is inside. He's a very, very stingy person inside. If you look at the context of the proverb, but it's telling you to eat this food that is eating. So it's like an hypocrite, someone that is acting. But you can't see the real person that he is inside. So it's saying that the person that you are really, as the how you think, your mindset, the mindset that you have is who you really are. Not maybe how you can play out or art out to people. Is your mindset that really shows who you are? Romans 8. Let's see how it's connected. It says, for, for those who are according to the flesh. So it's telling us basically the difference. Because in verse 4 it says, So that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. It's not telling us that the requirement of the law it can be fulfilled in people who do not work according to the flesh, but who work according to the spirit. And it tells it's not in verse five, it's not telling us why it's not possible for the requirement of the law to be fulfilled in those who are working according to the flesh. Because they do not mind the things of the flesh. They do, they do not mind the things of the Spirit, sorry. They mind the things of the flesh. That is why the requirement of the law cannot be fulfilled in them. And in verse 6 to 8, it goes on to expound on well, what it means to walk according to the flesh the more. In verse 9 to 11, it expounds on what it means to be walking according to the Spirit, to be in the Spirit. While in verse 6 to 8, it expounds on being in the flesh. So, your mindset affects who you are. And he's saying, beginning first, he says that he gives us two classes of people here. The one who have the mindset of the flesh, the one who have the mindset of the spirit. It's telling us basically, what is your instinct as a person? Is your instinct that of the flesh? Or your instinct is that of the spirit. 
What is your outlook of life? What determines the way you react to things as a person? Is it your flesh or your spirit or the spirit that determines it? When someone does something to you, what determines the way you are going to react? Are you going to react according to what your flesh desires or you are going to react according to what the spirit desires? And he said, how do we think? Do we think as the spirit thinks or as the flesh thinks? That's what he says by the mindset of the flesh or the mindset on the flesh. What do you set your mind on? What do you ponder on? What do you dwell on? What's your disposition? Is it the flesh or the spirit? That's what he's trying to tell us. That's what the apostles trying to tell us through the Holy Spirit. So he's saying, are your thoughts fixed on the spirit or your thoughts are, or are fixed on the flesh? Are your thoughts focused on what the spirit thinks? Are you, your thoughts focused on what the spirit thoughts are focused on? So what Paul is trying to say here is that think like the spirit. That is the way we are to think. We have to think like the spirit, not think like the flesh. Because if you are thinking like the flesh, you are going to go on minding the things of the flesh. And when you go on minding the things of the flesh, when your mind is set on the flesh, you are going to what? Go on living and walking according to the flesh. That is what it basically means. Ow. What does the flesh mean in this context? The flesh means your personhood, your body, your material, the material part of you. The material part of you has desires of its own that it wants to do. They have their own desires of its own. And we saw that in basically that there's a principle of law, uh, principle of sin and death working out in our mortal bodies in Romans 7. So you do not obey its desires. Because if you go keep on minding the things of the flesh, what your flesh desires, you are going to start living your lifestyle according to the flesh. Minding here means thinking, observing. It means you keep on thinking on things of the flesh. You keep on observing the things of the flesh. Whatever the flesh says, you observe it. it means your attitude. You are concerned about the things of the flesh. And how do we know a mind that is set on the flesh? The mind that is set on the flesh is this. Is, uh, is uh, like what Proverbs 17.20 says. He who has a crooked mind finds no good. A mind that is set on the flesh. A mind that is set on the flesh is a crooked mind. It finds no good in anything. Everything that he always seen is always bad. There's always sin in everything that he do. 
That is because the mind has already been corrupted, so it affects their outlook of things. But if mind that is set on the spirit is quite the opposite, it finds good in every single thing. It has been renewed, it has been created to see good in everything. Proverbs 24 2 says, But the mind, their mind divides violence. So when the mind is set on the flesh, it divides violence. This is what keeps on creating. They keep on thinking of what manner of evil to bring up. That is the way their minds are created to work. But the mind that is set on the spirit is quite the opposite. This is a mind that dwells. As uh, Paul says in Philippians 4, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The mind that is set on the spirit is concerned about these things. They are dwelling on these things that Philippians 4, it says. Their minds are set on, uh, on above, in the heavenlies. They set their mind on the things above. They set their minds on the things eternal. They don't live for this earthly creation or, or for this human appetite that they think that this life is just what is just there. You only live life once, so you enjoy the life as much as you want. That is not how they live. They live in eternity mindset. That eternity is long, so they prepare for it. Rather than living like life is short, so enjoy it. Whatever is true. Ask yourself, do you ponder on truth a lot? Is your mindset set to truth? Whatever is honorable, is that what your mind is concerned about? It says, those who walk according to the flesh, go on minding the things of the flesh. Those who walk according to the spirit, go on minding the things of the spirit. So if you are not minding the things of the spirit, there's no way you can walk according to the spirit. Everything works out from our mind, basically. From our mind, it flows to our attitude, our lifestyle. That is the way everything is working out. So, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, ask yourself, the things do I, I think of, are they pure? Are they holy? Oh, they are extremely sinful things. That's what I ponder my mind upon. Whatever is of good repute, we need to ask ourselves, is this what our minds are set on? Is this what we are concerned about? Is this what we are always observing? If we didn't ask ourselves this question, then our minds are set on the flesh. If this is not what we are pondering on, if this is not what our minds are dwelling on. Because if our minds are not dwelling on these things, our lifestyles cannot reflect purity, cannot reflect love, it cannot reflect truth, it cannot reflect honor. As a man thinks in himself, die is who he really is.
And he says the mindset of the flesh is dead. That is the result, basically. Whatever they are doing, because you are devising violence. That is all the mind. You can't see any good in anything. So these deaths that you are leading to, that is the end result of the life set on the flesh. Physical death and spiritual death. A life that is lived basically on this temporal mindset, on temporal things, that live for human appetite, basically, there is going to result in spiritual death because you are separated from God. He that sows to the flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. Your body is going to decay. That is the end result. It just says it plain the mindset on the flesh is death. Because as you are thinking, it's just death that you are thinking about. There's nothing good you are thinking that results from such a mindset of the flesh. Living basically on your flesh instinct, on the desires of your flesh is going to result is death totally. There's nothing good about it. Eternal death, that is where you are heading to if you live basically on the flesh. But if you live on the spirit, or if you have the mindset of the spirit, is life and peace. Life and peace, that is what result from having the mindset of the spirit. Life and peace. And he's saying basically this. Life basically means it could mean physical life and really living. Our Lord in Matthew uh, 19, 16-17 says, And someone came to him and said, Teacher, what good thing shall I do? That I may obtain eternal life. And he said to him, Why are you asking me about what is good? There is only one who is good. But if you wish to enter into life, keep the commandment. If you wish to enter into life, if you wish to see life, keep the commandments. So if you wish to enter into life, really live mind on the things of the Spirit. The things of the Spirit is what brings life and peace to you. John 3.30 says, He who believes in the Son has eternal life, but he does not obey the Son will not see life. If you are not obeying Jesus Christ, there is no way you will see life. It's stated bluntly there. Because the Spirit, those who mind the things of the Spirit, are obedient to the Lord Jesus Christ. A mindset of the Spirit is the mind of Christ, is obeyed, obedient to Christ. So if you want to really live, if you want a true life, to live your best life now, then live, mind the things of the Spirit, be more concerned about the things of the Spirit, be more concerned about the spiritual than the physical. More concerned about your spiritual life. Because if you are not living the life of the Spirit, you are not really alive. You are dead. 
And he says these two things. Say life and peace. That's what comes with the person that has the mindset of the spirit. And that is the basic thing that we see. If you are living a, uh, a life according to the spirit, you will really be truly living and you are going to have peace. Deep peace is basically peace with God and peace with men. See in Romans 2, verse 9 to 10, it says, Therefore, there, it says, There will be tribulation and distress for every soul of man who does evil, of the Jew first and of the, oh, of the Greek. There's going to be tribulation, there's going to be distress for every soul of man who does evil. That's what it's going to be for them. But it says, But glory and honor and peace to everyone who does good. So everyone who does good is what? There's going to be peace. There's going to be honor and glory for them. So if you go and mind the things of the Spirit, then it means you are doing good. And if you are doing good, then you what? It's saying you are going to get peace. You are going to have peace with God. You are going to have peace with men. Romans 14, 17 says... For the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So you see, verse, it says righteousness, then peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Notice the other. And that is the basic thing is that if we are if we are in living according to the Spirit, we are going to have righteousness. And when you are living a righteous lifestyle, when you are minding the things of the Spirit, you are going to, it's going to result in righteousness. And when righteousness is there, peace is going to come. There's going to be peace in your heart. There's nothing that's going to be troubling you. There's nothing that's going to be troubling you that saying that if I die today, I'm, I'm going to hell. No. You know that if you die, you are not going to die in your sins. You are going to enjoy, you are going to be with Christ and then you die. There's this kind of peace that will be within you. But a lot of people who are living sinful lifestyles, who are doing evil in their lifestyle, they can't have peace. Because they know these the, the thing is already bearing upon them that eternity is upon them. That if I die in my sins, I'm going to hell. It's looking broad to them. They, they are so scared of death. And they must find every way to escape it by all means. Even believers, the moment we no longer walk according to the Spirit, we will now go on walking according to the flesh. We start losing assurance of our salvation. The Spirit can no longer start bearing witness with your spirit that you are children of God if you are living according to the flesh. But the moment you are living according to the Spirit, your assurance becomes very, very strong. Your assurance becomes very strong when you are living according to the Spirit. It says in 1 John 3, 1, uh, 3 verse 24, it says, The one who keeps his commandments abides in him and in him. We know by this that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given to us. So how can you know that God is abiding in you? Internally, you know by the Holy Spirit that is within you. It's, it's give, bearing witness with you 
that you are children of God is giving you that assurance of your salvation that God is abiding in you. The other way that you know that God is abiding in you is that what? You are keeping His commandments. If you are keeping the commandments of God, then God is abiding in you. So if you are not keeping the commandments of God, there's no way you can know that God is abiding in you. There's no way you can enjoy this assurance of your salvation. There's no way you can have true peace. You will be feeling condemned almost every time. And the Holy Spirit is convicting you of your sin that the lifestyle that you are living is not according to the Spirit. And you, need, you are living for the flesh. And you need to come back. And in verse, verse 7, Paul goes on to expand that with the reason why the mindset of the flesh is dead. Because the mindset of the flesh is hostility towards God. The mindset of the flesh is enmity, is unfriendly towards God. And there's no way you can be an enemy of God and say that you are not going to die. The Bible is totally clear on that, that God is going to punish all his enemies. The result of being an enemy of God is death plainly. So the only way you cannot be hostile towards God is to have the mindset of the Spirit. That is, if you have the mindset of the Spirit, you are a friend of God. You are not his enemy. You have peace with him. James 4.4 4 says, You are adulteresses. Do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So if you are wishing, if you, there's no in-between Christ and... In, there's no partnership between light and darkness. There's no in-between. I'm saying I'm in Christ, I'm in the world. You can't have the two together. You have to pick one. I remember when uh, uh, someone was saying something. It says... If you, are, if, you, if you feel that you are in between Christ and in between the world, you are losing the best out of both parts. Choose which one you want to live. If you want to live for the world, live for the world and live for the life now and end up in death. Totally and enjoy that life. But if you want to be in life in Christ, be fully in Christ. Because if you are in, in between, there's no in between. If you are in between, it's assumption. Basically, as James is saying here, if you have friendship, friendship with the world, if you are in between, automatically you are an enemy of God. That's what you have declared yourself. There's no in-between. There's The Bible is so black and white. There's no in-between for all these kind of things. So if you say you want to have all the world can give and all the what the, the church can give or what God can give, they want to have the two together. You are totally saying that I'm an enemy of God. I'm a friend of the world. This is who I want to partner with. And it's going to result in death. So you can't be a friend of the world and a friend of God at the same time. Love not the things of the world. The lust of the eyes, the uh, pride of life. These things are not from the Father. This is not the love of God. So you can't be friends with the world. 
You will be totally hostile towards God. That's why even in 1 Corinthians 15, 33-34, it says, Bad company corrupts good morals. Become sober-minded as you ought and stop sinning. For you have no knowledge of God. So if you are friends with the world, you are going to be sinning. And when you are sinning, basically it's this. If you are living a sinful lifestyle, you have totally declared yourself that you are no longer a friend of God. You are no longer pleasing to God. Because there's nothing that there's nothing that God can relate to sin. See, even Isaiah he says, Your sin has separated me from you. God can't have any relationship with sin. God hates sin. So you have to choose. Am I a friend of God? I'm a friend of the world. It says the mindset on the flesh is not subject to the law. Not present continuous tense. Not being subject to the law of God. So if your mindset is of the flesh or on the flesh, you cannot be subject to the law of God. You cannot obey God's commands. It's totally impossible because that's what the mindset is. Because when the mindset is of the flesh, you are saying, I want to mind the things of the flesh. I want to be more concerned of the things of the flesh. And when you are more concerned of the things of the flesh, at that moment, you can't even obey God's commands. You can't obey what the Spirit detects to you. Because the mindset is already on the flesh. And he says, those being, those being on the flesh is not, are not being able to please God. Those being in the flesh and not being present consciousness, being able to please God. So the moment you have the mindset of the flesh, your mind is set on the flesh. You can't please God at that moment. It says anything done outside of faith is sin. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if you are not trusting God, there is no way you can please Him. If you have the mindset of the flesh, you cannot place yourself under the law of God. You cannot place yourself under the power of the law of God. And when you do not place yourself under the power of the law of God, there is no way you can have the power, the ability, or the capacity to please God. There is no way you can have the, you can find approval with God. There is no way you can seek the favor of God. If you are living that way. First Thessalonians 4 verse 1 says, Finally then, brethren, we request and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us instruction as to how you ought to work and please God, just as you actually do work, that you excel still more. There are instructions on how to please God. The Bible has given us instruction on how to work and please God. But there's no way you can submit to those instructions if you have the mindset of the flesh. You won't have the ability to submit to them. 2 Timothy 2 verse 4 says, No soldier in active service entangles himself in the affairs of everyday life so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. You can't. He says... If you, are, if you are a soldier, don't entangle yourself with the affairs of everyday life. Don't entangle yourself with the things of the world. 
so that you can be able to please your master. So don't attach yourself with the mind, minding the things of the flesh. If you are minding the things of the flesh, there's no way you can please your master. Now, I want to go on to say, how can we know which of the people we are? How can we know who we are, whether we are of the flesh or of the spirit? But today I'm going to be looking at how we can know if we are of the flesh. Next time we look at how we can know if we are of the spirit, because that's what Paul goes on to expound in verse 9. And we start basically from Galatians 5, verse 19 to 21. It says, Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing. So it mentions this thing. Ask yourself, are you an immoral person? Is this your lifestyle? Is your lifestyle your lifestyle of immorality? Is your lifestyle a lifestyle of impurity? Is your lifestyle a lifestyle of sensuality? That all you think about is sex, 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 or how to have uh, sex. You have a very, very impure mindset. That's what sensuality means. Sexual immorality. Lord Jesus Christ said, he who has uh, lusted after a, a woman has already committed adultery in their heart. He didn't say the moment that you lost, that is when you now commit the adultery. He said, has committed adultery in the heart, even before the loss came out. Before you even lost it, the motive already is already evil. So you ask yourself, am I this kind of person? Am I idolatrous? Do I make idols of things apart from God? Who is my idol? Who is supreme in my life? Some people, their pastors could be their idols. Some celebrities could be their idols. If you are marked by this lifestyle, that the deeds of the flesh are evident. We can see it. That you are living a life according to the flesh. And any person that is minding the things of the flesh, go on walking according to the flesh, is in agreement with the flesh. Every time the flesh detects something, they agree with it. Rather than when the, those who are the, uh, in the spirit, that walk according to the spirit, they always agree to what the spirit detects. It's totally clear. If you are going into sorcery, witchcraft, it's evident that you are living according to the flesh. If you are in enmity with people, always quarrelsome with people, it's evident that you are living according to the flesh. If you are always having strife, if you are always jealous, having jealousy in your heart with people, then it's obvious. I think the better translation could be envy right here in this uh, context. If you are having envy, if you are envious of people, then it's the deed of the flesh that is right there. If you are having an outburst of anger, uncontrolled temper, 
for wrong things. Rather than the things of God. If you're having things that have just concerned about you, you have not been dead to self already. You're having outbursts of hunger. Then you're living according to the flesh because the flesh will dictate you to commit to anger and sin. Ephesians uh, 4, I think, it says, Be angry and do not sin. But the deeds of the flesh make you have this outburst of anger and sin. Disputes, dissensions, drunkenness, carousing. I if someone who is prone to drunkenness, then the deeds of flesh are uh, obvious. It shows that you are living according to the flesh. The people who live according to the flesh take pride in appearance. Second Corinthians 5, verse 16 to 17 says, Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh. Yes, now we know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, and the old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. We recognize no one according to the flesh. This is talking about basically if they take pride in appearance. They, they know people according to the flesh. They grow in everything apart from the cross of God. Yeah, these kind the people who are living according to the flesh, they are very, very tribalistic. And have a kind of personal favoritism. They come, if someone applies for a job, they are always looking for who is my brother here, who is my sister here, always to support, who is my who is from my um my tribe here. This is the person I want to help. They are not looking for who has the best qualifications to actually fit the job skill. Is who is their, who is with them according to the flesh. That is who they are recognizing. They take pride in appearance rather than in the heart. How do you look like? How is it? How are you moving? You see, yeah, my tribe is the best tribe. It's the most superior tribe in Nigeria. That is the way I'm, I am. That is my tribe. I'm an Igbo man. You know how Igbo people are. They take pride in just calling their tribe name, where they are from. That is what their main pride comes from. That is what they boast in. They boast according to the flesh. And Paul expands this for us in Philippians 3, verse 3 to 6. He says, For we are the true circumcision who worship in the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. If you are living according to the Spirit, you are worshiping God in the Spirit of God. You glory in Christ. You boast in Christ Jesus. You boast in the cross of Christ. He says, I will glory in nothing else. I will boast in nothing else. Except the cross of Christ, by whom I am crucified to the world, and the cross is crucified to me. Who boast? If anyone wants to boast, don't boast in your riches, don't boast in wisdom or chariots or amounts of possessions you have. Boast that you know the Lord, boast that you know God. That's where your boasting should be in. Not in your riches, not in your possessions, not where you come from. Not where you were born. Because there are people who boast in where they were born. Say, I was born abroad and they make mouth with it. That's where their confidence lies in. 
They put confidence in the flesh. Every single thing is always according to the flesh. They're always basing on, if they want to get a job, it's the flesh. Which connections do I have? Who do I know that's from my area that's going to help me? They're always thinking according to the flesh. If, if it's marriage to themselves. There's nothing wrong with marrying people from your tribe. But once you have this kind of tribalistic mindset, that is the only people from my tribe that I'm going to marry from. You are thinking according to the flesh. You need to shake your mindset. Because you are beginning to recognize everyone according to the flesh. You are no longer recognizing everyone. Because Paul says we recognize people in, in that way no longer. If you are according to the spirit, if you are living according to the spirit, you don't recognize people according to the flesh anymore. He now says in verse 4, it says, Philippians 3, 4, it says, Although I myself might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I far more circumcised the eighth day of the nation of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law a Pharisee, as to zeal a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness which is in the law, found blameless. So you see the way people in the flesh, they put their confidence in the flesh, the way they come from is always there. You see, you see it here, it says, from the nation of Israel. This is where I am from. I'm from the tribe of Benjamin. I'm a Pharisee. He brought the Hebrews. Paul said that if, I'm, if it's to put confidence in the flesh, I can put confidence in the flesh. I can boast according to the flesh. But we don't do this because we have the mindset of the Spirit. These those we leave this for those who have the mindset of the flesh. Those who have the mindset of the flesh will put their confidence in the flesh. I'm going to boast in appearance, boast in the flesh. They think that a man's life is worth in the amount of things that he possess. Those who have this mindset of the flesh, they think about life is all about making money. Oh, well, let me just make money. That's what is going to make me famous. That's what is going to make me make people think highly of me. Oh, well, this life don't be broken. That is all they are always thinking about. I must be rich. I must escape poverty. I can never be poor. Because if you are poor, they are going to treat you anyhow. So they are always putting their mind that that your worth is basically on the amount of things that you possesses. How many houses do you have? How many cars do you have? But the truth is that there can be poor people who are having a life of, who are living according to the Spirit and enjoying life and peace. And there are people who are actually rich, who are not enjoying that life. They are seeing death. They don't have peace in their hearts. They are being troubled every time. They are so scared of death. So you ask yourself, who are you? What, what is it affecting your outlook in life? What is your disposition? Is it the spirit that dictates what you do in life? Do you have the mindset of the spirit? Do you have the mind of Christ? Ask yourself, am I, going to, am I thinking the way the spirit ought to think? Am I thinking the way Christ ought to think? Because Christ is meant to live through us. If Christ is meant to live through us, then we have to think as Christ live, thinks. Because as I say again, the way you think affects your lifestyle, affects your attitude. 
That's why Paul says in the Philippians 2, he says, I have this mind in you, which is in Christ Jesus, when he wanted to tell these people to be humble. When he wanted to teach them humility, he says, I have this mind which you have in Christ Jesus. You saw it in Christ. So if Christ is to live through us, we are going to think like him. If you can't think like the Spirit, then it's going to show in your lifestyle that you are living according to the flesh. If you are thinking like the flesh, it's going to show in your lifestyle. If you are thinking like in the Spirit, it's going to show in your lifestyle. All your motives are going to show. All your intentions of your heart are going to show. Your instinct is going to show in it that you are thinking according to the Spirit. It's going to be evident. We need to ask ourselves, which fruit are we bearing? People who live according to the flesh are, have the kind of favor, attitude of favoritism. James 2 verse 1 to 4 says, My brethren, do not hold your feet in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ with an attitude of personal favoritism. For if a man comes into your assembly with a gold ring and dressed in fine clothes, and there also comes in, in a poor man in dirty clothes, you pay attention to the one who is wearing the fine clothes and say, You sit here in a good place, and you stay, say to the poor man, You stand over there or sit down at my footstool. Have you made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil motives? You see what he says. He said the, the motive is already evil. That is born out of someone who has the mindset of the flesh. And even pastors can be like this too. Can have this mindset of the flesh. Rather than the mindset of the spirit. They come and the person that is keeping giving the fattest offering in the church, they will say, Come and sit down at the front. Or when it says the person that is giving the fattest offering, they will not call their name so that the people will be recognized. What Jesus has said about when we are doing our giving, let your left hand not know what your right hand is doing. Doesn't matter. We call the names of the person who is giving out the fattest check in the assembly and let the person come. The person will now rise up and be smiling around. Or when they give the pastor a very, very fat money. He will just say, I'm entering the mood of the Spirit. Because he has the mindset of the flesh. And start praying. Pouring out blessings upon the person massively. But when someone, maybe they give him millions. But when someone will just come with one key, he will just say, go in peace and go. That's how you know people who have the mindset of the flesh. They are moved. Their mind is set on the things of the flesh. They are moved by the things of the flesh, not by the things of the Spirit. If, some, if someone comes to give, maybe, let me just show you, if someone comes to give the pastor a, a very, very good Bible or, or some commentaries or some good books, the pastor is not smiling, he's not happy, what's all this? But if someone comes to give him minions, his outlook is totally different. He, can, he kind of feels like he has to be spiritually minded now, as if he's in the spirit, not because he has seen money. There's nothing bad in people giving you money. There's nothing bad in, in, in people giving you a Bible. But where does your heart lie? How do you see all these kind of things? If you are minding the things of the Spirit, you are going to be more joyful if come, someone comes with you with the gift of Bible, or someone comes with you with the gift of books, maybe books on church history. 
of books or commentaries of books written by saints throughout great centuries of, uh, of the uh, church history. They were more happy in all these kind of things than even in money. Because they know that this book is going to benefit their spiritual life in a very, very great way. This Bible is going to benefit their life in a great way. So what are we minding our things on? Ask ourselves, are we living according to the Spirit or are we living according to the flesh? Our mindset determines how we see things. And let me put this to your remembrance again. A mindset of the flesh is plainly dead. It reads there, there's death all over you. That is all you are saying. Both physical and spiritual death. You are devising violence for others. You can't see good in anything. But the mindset of the spirit is really living. You are really alive. These are the two classes of people. So you ask yourself, who are you? A believer can go into living according to the flesh. You, you see that in verse 12 of Romans chapter 8. So it's not saying these are two entirely different realms that one cannot be in the other. No. These are two classes of people. Which are you? If you are one who has been living your mindset, your mindset is totally that of the flesh. Entirely, you don't have the mindset of the spirit. There can be a change for you today. All you have to do is repent of your sins and put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord is going to change your heart. He's going to give you a new heart that will fear Him. And He's going to write His laws in your heart that you want to obey Him by all means. A mind that is set on the flesh cannot please God. It's just tied to God. You cannot have peace. It says in Romans 5, 1, it says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. If your mindset is that only of the flesh, you have never had the mindset of the spirit. You don't have peace with God. Repent, turn away from your sins, renounce those sins, leave those sins. The Lord, the Lord loves a contrite heart and a broken spirit. That's what he desires. Repent. Truly, let you have a godly sorrow that leads to repentance. That leads to salvation. Turn away from those sins and put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. God is going to change your heart and give you the mindset of the Spirit. You are going to think as the Spirit thinks. You are going to think as Christ thinks. You are going to come into the blessings of life and peace. You are going to start truly living. That's why you know what true life really looks like. Let us pray. Every Father, we thank you for your word that you have given us. We bless your holy name, O oh Lord. Father, O oh Lord, we do not want to have the mindset of the flesh and go on minding and being concerned about the things of the flesh. We want, O oh Lord, Father, to have the mindset of the Spirit. We want our minds to be set on the Spirit, to think as you, O oh Lord, think, and as the Spirit thinks. 
לא סשע אהד, סשע מוטיב זולות. Help us Lord to live according to the Spirit, to live in agreement with the Spirit and His dictates, O Lord. Lord, those, O Lord, who hear this, O Lord, that do not have the mindset of the Spirit, O Lord, convince them that they may start living according to the Spirit, O Lord, and start enjoying life and peace. Lord, those, O Lord, who are living in between the world and Christ, O Lord, help them, O Lord, to be faithful to you alone and leave the world entirely and become your friend totally and no longer live in hostility to you. Help them to stop sinning, Lord. Keep them from sinning against you, Father. Help them, O Lord, to be able to please you and bear fruit in every good work, Lord. Help them, O Lord, to find approval, O Lord, from you, that they should be able to see your favor, O Lord, in their lives. Father, we thank you for you, O Lord, thy good and great God. We just magnify you, O Lord, for no one, O Lord, can have a good heart. No one can see good in everything, except you do something in our hearts, O Lord, unless you change our mindset, O Lord. Lord, please walk in our hearts, O Lord, that we may be able to have the mindset of the Spirit, no longer our fleshy mindset, which we were born with. We want to live according to the Spirit, O Lord, those of us which are in Christ. Because when we live the mindset, have the mindset of the Spirit, when we go mind the things of the Spirit, your law, O Lord, can be fulfilled in us. The righteousness, the requirements of the law will be fulfilled in us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.